0: I, yes, I can hear you, and more importantly, I can hear the music. Good. And okay. more and more importantly, my cat is here licking my feet.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of Rhythm Encounter, the RPG fan music podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Argeros, Liam Cazero on the Boards, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-co-host, Mike Salbato.
2: Hi, I'm Mike, Mike on the Boards. I'm sure you know that by now, but why
1: not? It's so easy to remember, too.
2: Well, you know, I like keeping it
1: simple. (laughs) We also have two guests with us. Uh, We have Marcos Gaspar.
3: Audio, walled armor on the boards.
1: And we also have Peter Treisenberg.
3: Hi there, I have Fury
0: on the boards.
1: You have Fury and we have music.
0: It's a good combination to have.
1: Yes. Uh, So, well let's see, it will be October by the time this episode gets out, so... We're in the fall, school started, and we were kind of thinking, what better time than now to do a study-themed episode? So music to study to was kind of our our starting point. And I'm sure we'll all have our our different little interpretations of what makes good study music or school-related music. I myself kind of of took it into a different direction. It was like thinking about what music reminds me of school or what kind of what music comes from games where school's a big factor. Cause personally for me, I listen to all kinds of music when I'm studying. There's no rhyme or reason. It can be instrumental. It can be vocal. It can be rock. It can be jazz. It can be uh, ambient music, anything. So I don't know. We'll all have our, our different sort of picks for this theme, but that's, what's great about having lots of people on the show is, lots of different interpretations. And we're going to kick things off again, uh, right away go into the music. We're not going to have uh, recent picks at the start of the show. We're actually going to sort of talk about that a little bit at the end and explain why we're no longer doing recent music uh, at the beginning of our episode. Uh, and I think you'll all be excited. So as Square would say, please look forward to it. But you don't have to look forward to our first block, because we're talking about it right now. And Mike, you have our first pick.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like Caitlin was saying, uh, she went in one direction. Although I think I was thinking of songs like literally you would listen to while you're studying or working. Uh, For me, a lot of times, that's more of a usually it's softer, more melodic, I guess. Um, I think your tracks actually work for that, too, though. So. Even oh, if yeah. even if that wasn't really the angle you were going, I think it works. Um, so that said, my first pick in this block is Zanarkin from Final Fantasy Ten. Uh somehow we've never had uh we've had one Final Fantasy Ten song on the show.
1: Yes, I was looking yeah. through our database. It's I really surprising. That.
2: I know. So so that was my pick. Uh Caitlin, you have our next song after that.
1: Yes. Um, this is my the first pick I thought of when looking at this theme. Um, not just because of the name, but because I really have to get more music from this game on the podcast because I love it. I picked Brain Racking Test from Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel, which I finally, finally beat recently and started playing the sequel. And I'm super excited. So, And I'm super excited to talk about this track. It's one of my favorites. So... That's why I picked it, Peter. You have our next track.
0: Uh, yeah, so my next track is uh, the melody connecting the world from Radiant Historia. Um, uh, when it came to picking tracks for a school theme, I kind of—I think I was just kind of associating it with books and learning, and so I figured, what better pick than a game about a time-traveling book? Uh, we can talk about that more when we actually play it. And uh, Mark Marcos, what do you got for us?
3: I have music from a soundtrack that we need more of and that's Aura's theme from the Dot .hack Infection series and this track uh it's a little bit of both that uh for me remembering the the good old days in school and just a uh, very nice chill music very lovely music to go with the whole atmosphere.
1: Awesome well let's listen to those let's listen to Zanarkin from Final Fantasy X, Brain Racking Test from Trails of Cold Steel, Melody Cutting the World from Radiant Historia, and Aura's Theme from .hack Infection.
2: I promise I really do like go through songs and try to find something that's not too expected so of course I get to Final Fantasy X and what do I do? I pick the title track, the most obvious song (laughs) but I still think it's uh, definitely fitting for at least what I was going for for this topic Um, I I like um, a lot of times when I'm working or well I guess I don't study anymore but I work it's the same thing. Uh, I definitely lean towards piano stuff a lot Maybe acoustic, but there's definitely a lot of piano in my uh, work playlists. So this is, of all the RPG music, if I'm going for a piano song, this is definitely one of the first ones I think of, and probably a lot of people, I guess. Um, Yeah, and like I said at the beginning, I was really surprised that somehow out of all of our, uh, what, 28 episodes plus however many music of the year, we've never had a Final Fantasy X song Peek up, except Besaid Island in two versions. Um, I had a Everyone joke where loves I was. That track. I know. Well, it's a great track. I'm just, it's just surprising. Um, I had a note. I was going to make a joke about how it's kind of a sin that we only had that one, but it's bad, so I can't yeah. tell it. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I but
1: know. you kind of did.
2: No, no, I just told you what I'm not going to say. Okay. Uh. Anyway, that's that's my spiel. Uh, I like piano music. I like Xanderkin. It's pretty. What do you guys think?
0: I, I love piano music, um, especially for for studying. Uh, when I was in school, um, God, that feels so weird to say. Um, I, I had a, I have, I still have a huge playlist of just piano tracks that I used that I had as background music, and including um, most of the Final Fantasy piano collections. Um, and yeah, it's Zandertan is such a It's a beautiful piece on its own. But I think it's it's just it's perfect for like just a background melody. It comes on and and uh, you're like you're busy like writing or working on something, and you're like, hey, oh, I, re- I recognize that, and I, I wanna I wanna listen to Titus's story, and then you keep working. So uh, yeah, I think it fits the it fits the theme very well. I think.
1: Yeah, it's I mean like it's kind of like what hasn't been said about this piece. This is one of the the most now I think iconic. Uh, Pieces of music f- from the Final Fantasy series, but I really think it's it was such a bold decision uh, to have this be the first thing that people hear uh, when they start the game. I mean, they they play this little interlude uh, once they, the the crew has reached Xanarkand before you get to like the the main menu where you can actually select a new game or load or whatnot and then it's also the first thing you hear when you start a new game and just to have it you know just just piano nothing uh nothing super boisterous or epic sounding just a very melancholy but beautiful piano piece Uh, I think it was such a, a good move to sort of set the game apart from other Final Fantasy other RPGs other games just in general And yeah, I agree. I mean, I think this is a very good, uh, track to have play when you're studying just to sort of relax you and let you focus.
4: That's
2: Mm, a, that's a good, sorry, just one quick thing, but I I didn't really think of it like that, but I think that's final fantasy 10. Like you said, it's when you first started up, it just has a very, very different vibe from probably what you think it's going to be. Um, and not to discount nine, but nine was kind of its own thing. So let's just go back to eight. Like, look at how eight opens, which is a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, they went in a com- the complete opposite direction in ten. Uh, very, pretty interesting, actually.
3: Yeah, like, I agree with you, Caitlin. Like And personally, like, I find this to be a very like beautiful, uh, a quiet and the tranquil piece. Um, quite like the uh, scene where you are in Zanikin a quiet and, you know, silent place. Uh, but in what also impresses me, it's the dissonance in the music quite reflects what's happened in Zanakin. Uh, just rubble, tragedy, dissonance. And I hope that we just want to point out to you here from RPG Fan Music that we don't hope this has, it doesn't reflect your studying. We want you to pass your grades. We don't want you to lead you into ruin. The music is just that beautiful.
0: Yeah, don't don't go on a pilgrimage guys just keep reading or listening
1: <laughs> yes I concur um, but maybe don't study too hard because you might find yourself dealing with a brain wracking test
0: isn't is yeah. that a reason to study more
1: eh, you, don't want, you don't want to wreck your brain though in the process Sure. I don't know. Sure. Anyway, uh, that was uh, that was my horrible segue to my pick. Um, so I remember I didn't I didn't have actually high expectations for the music from Trails of Cold Steel because I had I had played a good chunk of Trails in the Sky and I kind of expected the music was going to be more like that. I mean, you know, you know, I, I was not expecting sort of the more ease side of Falcom's music to to crop in. Uh, but the soundtrack ends up having this really cool sort of balance between having your more uh, kick-ass uh, g- guitar, wailing guitars and, and uh, psychedelic strings, uh, battle themes, but then having sort of the more um, down-to-earth uh, sort of traditional RPG town themes and event themes. And I, I remember being so uh enamored with it uh it completely blew my expectations away and I fell in love with the soundtrack and this track in particular kind of a good representation of that overall experience I had because I remember hearing it for the first time and thinking ah I'm not so sure I'm gonna like this uh the the way it starts off kind of feels a little uncertain and a little I don't know uh just the, the weirdness of the, 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 the notes structure at the beginning there is kind of a little, uh, And I remember it was like, oh, okay, I can deal with this. But the more I heard it, the more I really started to get into it. I love that initial section now, um, the, sort of the, the, the echoing of the electric piano at the beginning and sort of syncopated beat that comes in. Um, and it just kind of grows into this really cool little... Little ditty that um, does actually work for the theme. A long winded way of saying it. It plays during your midterms, if I recall correctly. You you take exactly one test in this game where you play a bunch of military students. Over the course of several months, you take exactly one test and this plays there. But it also plays all throughout the game, the, the students, the characters go on a field study every month where they go to a different part of the world and have to sort of get learn about that area and what kind of problems it has. And they always encounter something that's going on that they need to solve. And this piece usually plays when they're sort of coming together and working through the problems that they've they've noticed and trying to piece together a solution or, or a plan of action. And the track itself kind of really works with that, that frame. The beginning part, because of the 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 note, uh, the, the melody there, is kind of a little, it feels a little bit like a, a question or a problem. It's uncertain. You're not quite sure what's going on. And then the second chunk of the song kind of picks up the beat a little bit, becomes a little bit more, you know, positive or whatnot, and it feels almost like they're kind of, you're working it out, we're, we're making a solution here. And just, it's one of my favorite, catchiest themes from the game, and it just happened, sort of, kind of, in a way, fit the theme, so I picked it.
2: I, I think I felt similar when I first heard, like you said, the beginning part. It's not off-putting, it's just kind of odd, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think since it's for a test, I don't know if that was the intent, but maybe it's supposed to sort of represent the character's mindset. Like, when they first sit down, you look at the page, you're like, uh, what do I make of this? And then, like you said, it kind of, like, gets into a rhythm later. And, uh, it's really catchy. I think, I think, Peter, you mentioned that, too, like, while we were listening before.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I think it's it's a a toe-tapper, for lack of a better word. Like, um, and I, 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 it's interesting how you mentioned the context to Caitlin, because as I was l- listening to the song, I was kind of picturing like the test taking bits from Persona, except with all the cold steel people sitting at the desks. <laughs> is just what it reminded me of, and uh, I quite like this track. I think it's, it's very fitting.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I don't have much to say about this track other than I like, like when I hear this, I think of something where someone's like critically thinking or, you know, taking a test as well. And I I just like how it's like just repeating like the, the strings of playing pizzicato like the whole time and just getting that like drone in there. Like something like that would work well uh, for studying, just having that repetition kind of just like drowning to the back of your head while you're actually studying. Um, so uh, this is a really good pick, Caitlin. I like it.
1: Why, thank you. And Peter, you had a really good pick too. Tell us about uh, the Melody Clinton the World. All right. So
0: Radiant Historia has great music. Um it, it I think it's one it's one of my favorite Shimomura soundtracks in general. And I admit that I'm stretching the definition of study a bit. Because Radiant Historia doesn't really have a whole lot of studying. It's a it's a game about war and death and a World that's turning to sand, but there is a book that features at the center of everything. The, the the White Chronicle is the the central MacGuffin of the story. Um, its pages are what you use to traverse time, and this track, uh, the melody connecting the world, plays at the little hub zone, uh, the Historia prox where like, where every where your character can kind of like go back into. The time timeline after at each decision point that you make. Um, so I, I like this track, uh, because it one thing, it's, ver- it's very peaceful. Um, it kind of to my mind, it calls like it calls the image of like you're just sitting there to reflect upon your decisions and go from and what you will do next, where you'll go from there. Um, kind of gives you a chance to prepare yourself um which i think is a very a, a bust a very study-esque uh, mentality to have and in, in general i just i can't speak un- highly enough of uh rating historic music but that that was but that was why i picked it for the, t- the t- tangential connection to books and so i could sneak even more onto this podcast so there you go <laughs> yeah, i've been found out I, I always support the latter part <laughs> yeah, is it
2: is it really called the Historia Crux?
0: Or I I think it is. I could be confusing it with thirteen two. It's been a while since okay. I played it. That's why I was curious. But, um, it's some sort of meeting place. Those games came out way too close to each other, and they had very similar plots, Similar plots. Now that I think about it,
1: but one of those games is on DS, which. What was I going to say? Handheld games are awesome, and we need more of them. Handheld RPGs in Mm -hmm. particular.
0: Honestly, if you showed me uh, Radiant Historia, like it just gave me the soundtrack CD, I would probably be very surprised to hear that it was a DS game. Right? Yeah, because the original DS, uh, not to knock it or anything, it was a great handheld, but it kind of was known for having a kind of a tinny sound, and... It didn't have the greatest like sound quality. But rating Astoria is doing some like Mora is working some kind of magic with that hardware because the music is gorgeous. It like it is it is putting in work,
1: yeah. she frequently does work her magic um, as we are we're always, uh, an RPG fan kind of, g- uh, going gaga over the latest, uh, uh, snippets of music that we get from Final Fantasy 15.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes.
0: Those, yes. those bits you did for Kings are great. hmm
2: Uh, did you guys see the, uh, bags from Tokyo Game Show? Because Steven... Someone picked up some music for Steven and gave it to him, but, uh they like square had a bag if you bought something from their booth or whatever. And it shows like the final fantasy 15 characters. And it says like soundtrack coming soon. I'm like, <laughs> stop teasing us. Just give us a release date.
1: <laughs> they have a website to tease you too. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. Um, I was just going to say that this is a really interesting little track. Um, I mean, it's, Pretty simple and short. The the word that I used when I was taking my notes was mystical, um, because I feel like the the combination of the different synths, um, some of them kind of sound like they're kind of I don't know psychedelic uh, uh, synths, uh, the kind that you I don't know. I I had a a keyboard back when I was in high school, like an electric keyboard, and you know you could pick all these different kinds of like weird uh non unnatural like sense that you could play on and this is kind of reminds me a little bit of it but then with the harp uh coming in playing that's uh that sort of pro- note progression that kind of sounds like a classic kind of mystical mythical kind of, of progression there it's a it's a really interesting sound and again i think another another great piece to have to to study too
3: Absolutely. And it's funny that you mentioned that, Galen, because in my notes over here. Uh, I have in question, like with question mark, uh, uh, ethereal strings. Because uh, I thought about the keyboard as well. Like they usually have a, that type of a keyboard uh, sound sample. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is some fancy stuff going on in this piece. And I was like, oh, harps. Like, oh, is that a little glockage on there? Not really sure, but I like that. Uh, I mean, this this is some great listening music while studying as well. Uh, I could totally see myself just sitting down, chilling, enjoying a nice coffee, reading a book, uh, reading textbook, whatever. It's a good pick. I like it. It's some good stuff here. Well, yeah. your pick
1: was really good. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. My, no, did, I, did I cut you off?
2: No, it's okay. I didn't, I didn't have a whole lot because that wasn't already said. I just like the, the kind of calm vibe to it. The only thing that's like a bummer about it outside of one track that's, just right at the two minute mark it's one of like two under two minute songs we have today and i I really wish it was at least twice that long
1: Mm -hmm.
0: keep listening to it yeah
2: Yeah,
1: it kind of feels like it it gets into its groove and then it just repeats like i was almost expecting to have a little bit more
0: yeah to be uh, yeah and i guess it could be just because it is it is a hub world music but it's like a it's not even a hub world, it's just like basically just a menu in a stat- like a static screen and a menu that where you select where to go next. So I guess they don't expect you to be there very long. Yeah, that's fair. Which I did I did look it up and the place is called Historia, so I was half right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. They're both kind of essentially about time travel, so
0: <sighs> that's yep, okay. And they both have the word Historia in them, so I I, I... I, I stand by my evident confusion.
1: <laughs> All right, well, now that I'm not cutting anybody off, let's actually transition to Marcos' pick.
3: Uh, yeah, I chose our theme uh, from Dot .hack infection uh, because it's. I find it to be a very lulling piece, one uh, that starts off very quiet expressively, uh aggressively uh, grows. And I, I just find um, this type of singing in music to just be very relaxing uh not to the point of putting me to sleep but rather just being something therapeutic while i'm reading uh kind of like it just it's a easy listening uh and i'll do anything to get the infection music on the podcast but there's a good reason uh to introduce this because i really think it's something that others would love to hear while studying for music and just just the that singing is just very, very beautiful, very tragic as well. Um, if anyone follows the Dot Hack, uh, uh, like PS2 game series, you'll understand like the whole, like, like basis around Aura, uh, what she, she goes through. Uh, so that's really all I have to say about that. And uh, hopefully, uh, y'all like that one.
1: I really like this. That those vocals are amazingly gorgeous so so clear what a beautiful uh, soprano voice to hear and i i asked you about this before we started the recording or before we started the show proper um about who the composer was because honestly i mean we it's not yuki kajiura but it sounds it reminds me of yuki kajiura the the music itself and also the the the, the, the voice the the quality of the voice itself reminds me of some of her other work I've heard in video games and anime and I was actually quite surprised to hear that it wasn't her.
3: <laughs> um just to refresh me, who is this? Is this the person that did the music for Sword Art Online? Or is it someone else I'm thinking about?
2: Oh, did she do Sword Art? Uh she did um the Xenosaga the, uh, two and three. Oh right. And and, yes. and and Pandora Hearts and a bunch of other stuff, yeah. Well then, she did something before yeah. Zenosaga. I just I, I'm like drawing a blank on what it was. She does a lot. I think she at least used to do a lot of anime. She might still do. Yeah. Anime.
1: I think she did noir.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: And a number of other. Anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She's really good. It does. It does kind of have vibe of one of her like local songs for sure.
3: Oh, she did Fate Zero. <laughs> uh okay oh that's why because i i remember like uh i was thinking about either fate zero or sort of online and fate zero there we yeah,
0: go she did, she did sao too
3: that's why
1: <laughs> she's good i i actually really like her stuff a lot so i like hearing music that reminds me of her even if it isn't her i i applaud these I applaud the the, the not Yuki Kajiura for making a track that sounds like Yuki
0: Kajiura.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to block two, uh, in which I have the first pick. Um, we got some Tales of Vesperia on the podcast last episode, and we're bringing some more back because it's awesome, and I don't really need another reason than that but um, I picked Mages of the Shadows Depths. This is the music that plays in the Scholar City of Aspio, AKA Rita's home, AKA you know Rita being the awesome uh, mage member of your party. So that's what I chose. And Peter, you had the next pick in, uh, in this block.
0: Yep, uh, my track is Campus, Land of Learning from Bravely Second, uh, for reasons that should be evident.
1: It says it right in the track.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) All right. And then Marcos, you have the next pick.
3: (laughs) I chose the sweetest time uh, from the Rune Factory Frontier game. Uh, And I think a lot of you are going to like this, but speaking of something sweet. Next, uh, we got Mike's uh, choice over here. Mike, what'd you choose?
2: I still haven't totally decided what I'm going to say about your track. It's, It's very interesting. Um, so my pick in this block was Lost Painting from Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which I unintentionally and apparently stole from Marcos, who was planning on using it, but I didn't know that. (laughs) But I'm still sorry about it. It's okay. Okay.
1: All right. Well, then let's, um... Let's not be sorry while we listen to some awesome music. We'll listen to Mages of the Shadows Depths from Tales of Vesperia, Alcampus, Land of Learning from Bravely Second, The Sweetest Time from Rune Factory Frontier, and Lost Painting from Castlevania Symphony of the Night.
5: ¡Gracias! free
1: Okay, so as I said before, this is the music that plays when you go to Aspio, which is uh, a city of scholars who study um, Blastia, which are sort of like the the power source and the materia of Tales of Asperia. And it's also the home of one of your party members, the awesome Rita. But it's a city that's literally inside a cave, uh, this giant cavern. So I think the music actually is really fitting for that setting because you've got lots of uh, echoing and reverb kind of going on with the music. Um, you have uh, bells that are kind of echoing from, from left to right in the mixing and the background synths kind of create a little bit of a, a, a mysterious, uh, sedate kind of air to it. And then you've got towards the end of a loop where the bells are really going back and forth, echoing from left to right. It, it kind of helps create, uh, sonically, the, the idea of being in a cave and having just uh, having even the littlest noise kind of echo a little bit. Um, and so I picked it primarily because it's the theme of a city of people who study things. But it's also just kind of a nice little track. Again, not super super busy or super uh, uh, flamboyant. It's just kind of a nice, sedate piece.
2: That's a good way of putting it. it it's interesting that it's actually plays in a cave, because that was the first thing I thought of when I heard it. So I don't know if it's the reverb thing. <laughs> I don't know if it sounds like another game, but that's I don't know anything about this Tales game, but that's what I assumed it was, based on the sound of it, so I guess they were doing something right.
0: It it sounds almost a uh, crystalline. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a word to describe sound, but that was the what came to mind is that I'm I'm picturing like sound reverberating off of like
1: stalactites or like gemstones. I think that's a perfect way to describe it. Yeah. I would this would also work if this were like a frozen cavern city or something like that because that the echoing also does kind of sound like you might have uh drops drops dropping from you know frozen stalactites or stalagmites yeah, it or very, like, level. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah, that's brilliant Peter. Good job. Uh th- this is like one of those pieces where like you can't hear this in mono. You got to hear it in stereo because you got that going back and forth, a little panning with, uh, that, I don't know, this is like a xylophone, Miranda, I forget. Sounds like a xylophone from the wood. Uh, and I think that's, you got that little echoey kind of feeling in that. And yeah, it's really chill piece. And my gosh, that bass, whew, it is strong.
1: All about the bass, about the bass. If,
3: if you, you didn't it. do it, I would have no idea. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I couldn't help it. I, I went there. <laughs> uh. Okay, so yeah. So now let's go there and talk about another track that quite clearly has to be about a scholarly city or town. I'm guessing. Never having played Bravely Second, but please, please tell us, Peter.
0: It's quite literally. I I haven't finished Bravely Second. I'm um, in the spirit of full disclosure, and I doubt I ever will. But um. Uh, I did make it as far as our campus, and, um, it actually, it's pretty, it's pretty amusing. Um, it's essentially, it, 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 it's a, it is, as the name suggests, a city of learning. Um, the entire city is focused around a, a academy, um, and their, their the, the town system of government is actually largely based on, uh, the, the grades and, and aptitude of the students, um, uh, students who have higher grades and um, or or got bought in by wealthy families that actually get more privileges in the city as opposed to those who do not who, or who are lesser students, which as you can imagine causes problems. Um, and and when you're going there, the main character, of the game you, uh, has a history at the school. He was like a big big time graduate from there. So it's for him. He's kind of like you know the the, the the big shot touring campus again, and in general too, I just I think the song really suits it. Um, overall, a Bravely Second has a has a much weaker soundscape in the first game, which is a pity because that the music in Bravely Default was by and large one of its best features. Um, but this track just it, it, it suits the environment. Um, it, fit, it fits with the background. It fits. It kind of fits with the tune of of the, the whole just the vibe of the of the whole city. And yeah, it just gives, kind of gives you that kind of like carefree school days type feel. And yeah, I really like it. And and it seemed like it, this is probably the most literal uh, track for uh, a, sh- a show about uh, study music that I can think of.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, but that's perfect. I I think that's perfect. And yeah, um, I I think I wrote down that it has a very, a very lighthearted funness to it with the instruments. They're kind of dancing around each other and you have short yeah. string plucks that sort of give it a, a little bit of a bounce to it. And uh, some of the percussion work also kind of gives it that sort of playful kind of uh, feeling to it. So it's a it was a fun little piece to hear. Um, and I just, yeah, I I would hope that more of the soundtrack is like this, but I'm not having listened to it, I don't know
2: well I I know I was pleased with it because the last thing I heard off the bravely second soundtrack was um, something else I don't know Mar- Marcos you know what track it is
3: oh what's up again
2: it, you, you brought a, a bravely second track uh I think back in the springtime or something it was one of the battle songs
3: oh yeah that was uh I believe the boss uh, I believe the ball theme.
2: Yeah, what was that one called? Like, Nine Minutes of Random Noise or something? (laughs) Uh,
3: (laughs) Uh, Too much in one track. Uh, It it, was,
2: it was. was. I (laughs) love the Bravely Default soundtrack. It's a
3: bummer. <laughs> it's very overbearing and it's in your face. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I, what if I'm eating like a uh, plate of spaghetti? Like, that's gonna slap it on my hand, just go over the wall in the ceiling fan, splat against the wall, and that's 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 a lot of it.
2: That is a random place to go with that, but I like it.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, uh-huh. it's a shame how 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 the music kind of downgraded when it went to Bravely Second, but that that's nothing over there, Mike. <laughs> yeah sorry I didn't
2: yeah but it is a good track so at least there's there is hope for that soundtrack so maybe I should give it a second chance sorry yeah
3: me too yeah definitely give it a second chance like I know like there, I do like uh throw uh, some spaghetti at it but uh there are a lot of tracks on there that there's I think it's, would be worth your time and uh, definitely worth a listen I don't want to like uh like demean anything that what was it Rio that worked on this one uh, right, I don't want to yeah. like demean or like devalue anything that he's created. Because uh, as a separate entity, away from the first soundtrack, there's things to respect and uh, appreciate, and you might even like enjoy like this uh, track. Yeah. The picture Peer- yeah. shows. Our campus, a uh, land of learning, absolute. I, this is actually one of those tracks I really loved because it just has a very whimsical nature around especially like around 106 109 where it, it, like the, the instruments fall back and it's like the piano and a little glockenspiel they have that very innocent like uh, sound to it like small things like that that really bring out like Rio's compositional style that I really like and I wish he did that to like some other tracks uh, especially like the battle themes I would like that to be a little bit more I don't know not dense I think that's the best way to put it, uh, in the most like uh, probably the most tactless way. It's very dense. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I was trying to think of a segue because dense doesn't really describe uh, your pick, Marcos. But it's
0: it's you have to move with the sweetest time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there, thank you. Okay, you're better at this than I am. I I, I think I've met my match.
3: Uh, I think you can go through uh, uh, things like a little dent in here, a little sweat, things like a little dokey dokey in the heart. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so confused, and that was the same
0: reaction I had to listen listening to this track, Marcos.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you all play Rune Factory? No,
0: actually. I, I have <laughs> not. <laughs>
3: I, yeah. Okay, I guess that's why uh that didn't really hit off for. I'm just that bad at uh jokes. we uh, will will go with the latter. Uh no, but for for the sweetest time, uh it's actually the opening animation music that plays uh Red, very good go the game. It's uh I chose this track because it's one of the most like like just very liveliest, very uh playful, happy, jazzy very uh very sweet because i believe uh i think the topic of the music is uh love or something of that nature but the reason why i chose the track uh to get back on track is the way that i study with music a lot is yeah there are music that's like very soft or very uh calming or perhaps something that just plays in the background but there are times where i actually listen to music that's has a lot of singing in it or actually it's just very loud that you don't quite uh get that sense of calmness and just plays in the background uh for myself and i i play a lot of music like that where it's just uh it just plays and i don't even hear it but i know it's playing and i just really like how it sounds
2: yeah sometimes you want something to like you know give you a boost of energy yeah, oh, yeah. That,
1: that's exactly what I was was thinking. Like to as a pick me up track, maybe to to wake you up and and get you going.
2: Right. Yeah, I I didn't yeah, bring it on today. But... over your... Oh, sorry.
0: So I was just saying, like, slapped over your computer with your nose hitting the Z key, and just and oh, this song comes on and that wakes you up. It fits perfectly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I didn't uh, bring it on today, and favor of the other songs i did bring but um one of the songs i do listen to instead of this soft stuff piano stuff is like some of the boss themes from final fantasy 14 so for the same reason sometimes you just need something to pick you up so
0: i I like it for that reason for sure i i'll admit that i thought it was it sounded like a super mario track for the first like 20 seconds or so um, it, it reminded me a lot of, actually, of uh, Super Mario 3D World, which had a, a pretty eclectic soundscape. Um, but uh, once it got into the more, kind of, once the, the vocals actually started, I, then it kind of got into a more familiar, like, upbeat anime tune, um, so I could kind of see where I was going. But I think that's what the first, it was the beginning that threw me
1: off a bit at first. Yeah, that's a very interesting opening chunk there. I wasn't quite sure what I was listening to at first. Like, is this a platformer?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's great about this show—is you never know what you're going to get on here.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and to all you people who only heard the short opening, you're welcome. You get the full one this
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Mike, it's your turn. Tell us about your pick.
2: Uh, yeah. I don't. Have we had a? symphony of the night sound or music on here before i think we
1: have it's been before we were both on i think oh okay
2: yeah i feel like we might have had one or two but it's been a really long time if we did so which is kind of uh kind of a shame um yeah this is the other track i was referring to that is a little shorter than i wish it was So I do wish it was longer, but it's um, really—I don't know. There's something about it I can't really put it into words. It's kind of like someone described one of the earlier tracks as kind of sounding mystical. So there's this ethereal. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. It has this like mystery, sense of mystery to it. I don't know. I don't really know what it is about this song, but it's very, very interesting. You know, again for this purpose. I don't know. It stimulates the brain somehow. So that's what I think. Marco, since I stole it from you, um, I'm sure you have good comments on it, too.
3: Well, I would hope so. I mean, this <laughs> is a pretty sweet song. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's really odd. This actually was one of the uh, most attractive figu- uh, features that I loved of the Symphony and the Night soundtrack is that you get this, you know, it's, it's Dracula... Theme uh, themed uh, game, uh, Castlevania, all the grotesqueries. And then all of a sudden you get this beautiful, tranquil piece, uh, lost painting. And I don't know, it just, it threw me through, it just put me through a loop because I just wasn't expecting it. So when it hit me, I was like, oh, that's just beautiful. Right in the middle of this. And I was like, that's, that's it. That's perfect. That's Shima Moro. That That's, there you go. That's the good stuff. <laughs> and this makes some great, uh, like, listening music uh, for studying as well. I'm pretty sure a lot of people will agree with that. Or you'll probably find it on, like, a YouTube of top 100 video game songs that's soothing to listen to.
1: I don't actually have much to say about this, only that uh, it, it went somewhere differently than what I was expecting from, like, how it starts out. There's this, like, tinkling little chime at the start that's kind of going in a minor tangent, and I was thinking for a second it was going to be something drastically different and then it ends up being this really kind of sweet, almost uh romantic uh kind of sound to it. And it was kinda of like, huh. In a kind of a neat way. I think I think I, th- I think that cat is telling us to move okay. on to our next block, our final block for the for the episode. And which Peter you have the first pick.
0: I almost meet him and might go get the cat. Um uh, so my first pick is during the exam's ellipses from Persona three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I there love has, you.
0: There are, there are two things that I so, that we, we must all associate with Persona three and those are school and ellipses. Yes.
1: dot yes. dot dot. Um, all right, Mike, what's your pick? Uh,
2: my pick is something I've been trying to get on the show for I think over a year now. It's been sitting there in, like, my Rhythm Encounter playlist. Just I've been looking for the right topic for it, and I think this is the topic. Uh, so this is the el- Electricity Supply Building from Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter. I'm very excited. Uh, and then Caitlin has our third one.
1: I'm also very excited about this one. I was also kind of... Looking for a place to throw this in the show because um, this is my favorite track from this album. I picked Bluefields from Successor Final Fantasy VIII Remix. It's actually one of two remixes, I think, of Bluefields uh, on the album. It's from the second disc. It's awesome. And I it sort of tangentially fix, fits the theme, but I threw it in there anyway because it's awesome. And then wrapping up the block and our episode, Marcos, with our final pick,
3: I chose "Melody of Love" uh, from the symphonic Sweet "Dragon Five: uh, Heaven's Bride" uh, album, and I think uh, y'all enjoy this uh, sweet piece of music here. We can all tell from Marcos. <laughs> that,
1: that is that is that is so perfect. <laughs> I almost don't want to go over the tracks again, but I have to. So <laughs> 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 we're listening to during the exams. Dot, 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 from Persona 3. <laughs> Electricity Supply Building from Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter. Blue Fields from Successor Final Fantasy VIII Remixed. And Melody of Love from Symphonic Suite Dragon Quest V Heaven's Bride. Say it five times fast, I dare you. Peter, I'm really glad you picked this piece from Persona 3 because that was this was one of the other tracks that immediately came to my mind once we decided to do this topic. It's like, ah, exam music from Persona. And this one in particular, I think, is my favorite of the exam musics, or any of the school music, really, in all the Persona games. So yeah. thank you for picking it.
0: You're welcome. It, it was the same for me. It was one of the first things, probably the, the first thing that came to mind. Oh, when I heard the topic, and um, realistically speaking, I probably could have picked any track from Persona 3 and justified it, um, and there were, a couple, there were a couple others I considered, um, but uh, th- this, this one in particular is just, it, it, it's, it, it's just kind of the music you'd expect to have um, for one of those little sequences. You're just sitting there, you're answering the questions, trying to rack your brain for the, 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 the little random bits of trivia the professors were spouting. Um, or just googling it because you're a dirty cheater, um, and just and yeah, it's 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 short and sweet but catchy. Uh, it it's it's it sounds right in home with persona, and yeah, I don't don't really have a whole lot to say about it. I just felt like it had to be on here.
1: Yeah, I think uh, we would have not done our jobs correctly if we did a school-themed, study-themed episode and didn't have any Persona music on there. So so good job, us, and good job, Peter, for picking it. Yeah. Well, didn't you say,
2: after Peter picked it, didn't you say you were going to pick it, too, if he hadn't?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: I was. Because my first thought, because uh, you and Peter were first and i was picking songs for this episode and i i started picking mine before looking at what you guys chose and the first thing i went to is persona 3 and you know obviously <laughs> i haven't changed mine because like peter said like it just has to be there yeah like, it's you can't strange. have a music about or a a topic about school and studying and not include persona 3
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's, and we the the whole like we talk we talk about how like the the trope of like us attending high school has become kind of a thing in JRPGs recently, and it it was always kind of a thing, like going back for a while. But I think for for JRPGs especially, Persona Three, it feels like codified. Like and the Persona series just kind of codified it. Like ever ever since Persona Three and Four happened, we've been seeing like games like Trails of Cold Steel or or even like. Or other knockoffs like a uh, Mind Zero and stuff like that. That just kind of that can just kind of roll with it. So this is kind of the the progenitor of all, of, of it all.
1: That even kind of works from an alliteration kind of standpoint. Progenitor Persona Three.
3: Excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, man, this track was great. Uh, I love that bass. Uh, I was like, man, it sounds like a Sega, it's like FN. Uh, Base like that's some really funky stuff there. I wasn't expecting that, you know. yeah, it's, it's in your face, and I love it.
1: Uh, well, so moving from that to Mike's pick, this is a really interesting piece you've got here, Mike. Tell, tell us about it.
2: No. Um,
1: Please. Okay. <laughs>
2: all right. Cause you act so nicely. Yes. Yes. Uh. So I did mention before, sometimes even though it's not on this show, like I go for the if I want something to you know, work with background music out. Sometimes I'll go inspiring. Um, I, I find the kind of stuff that works at least for me a lot is something that has more of a steady rhythm, something that doesn't have like too many like really highs or it you know, doesn't get in the way, I guess. Um, and I think this this song really works for that. You know it's not distracting there's a lot i think there's a lot going on there instrumentation wise but there's not anything that like jumps out and says hey pay attention to me um but uh yeah so for this topic i think it it's something i listen to a lot and i do like that it's uh, almost six minutes although marcos i think you wanted it like 10 times longer
1: i wanted yeah, it I... longer too yeah <laughs> I, I actually I flip-flopped it, on this song. I didn't like the, it at first, like the first minute or two minutes when it's it's more just kind of percussion-y and there's not a whole lot of, of, of melody uh, working in there. But then as soon as the, the bass and the, and the melody pick up, I 180'd. I love this piece now. I want more of that is what I want.
2: Yeah, it has a really interesting, like a really slow
0: build-up. But I like that, a, a, I like lot that of, a lot. A lot of I think a lot of Breath of Fire uh, V's uh, scout soundtrack is kind of like that, where there's a bit of a kind of a dramatic beginning. It kind of crescendos, and then the main uh, main melody kicks in. It does that for like the main. The, almost all the battle themes are like that too. Um, and I, I, I yeah, I think this is a, it's a good example of this track. I really enjoy it as like kind of an, uh, a background sound. Um and yeah gotta, gotta love getting a, a sakamoto piece on here so. yes. yeah i really like that i think i
2: like parts of uh, all the breath of fire the first four games but i am always really impressed when i think about this game that the game itself and the music they they went in such a completely different direction than the it's rest a, of the games and i'm it, so, I'm, a, sorry.
0: so no, sorry i was just saying it's a sakamoto mitsuda a crossover right uh is it? I could have sworn Mitsuda worked on the soundtrack too. Shoot, I have to look. I, I didn't think so,
2: but maybe I'm forgetting that. But it's 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 kinda sad that they took this series and said, okay, we have this more or less a similar format for like four games and then threw it all out the window for this kind of experimental thing, and then then the series ended. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think you guys, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe it didn't sell well, because I know it's, it is it is kind of off the wall. It's a little different than what people expected. But, man, I wish they would have kept going, because it would have been really interesting to see what they did with a with another game like this.
1: Uh, so, checking on WGNDB, it's Sakimoto and Chihiro Onitsuka. Mm-hmm so no so no mitsuda uh i wonder though if you're thinking of uh lagaya uh the second legend of lagaya game
3: oh I, I see where mitsuda is he's a sound director on the game oh, oh. okay that, that's that's why and there he you is. know what that's funny because uh i thought mitsuda too when i first heard this and i was thinking about his uh it's mostly from the industrial like from the you're in that like future building whatever like that kind of just industrial sound effects uh, maybe that made its way into this uh, piece.
1: This is interesting because I actually thought this this reminded me somewhat more of Sakimoto's work in uh, *Vagrant Story*. Yeah, I can for that. the same for for the same reason. That sort of more industrial, less. It's less about having a straight harmony and more about having it be a little bit more atmospheric. Which a lot of the music in *Vagrant Story*, that I can recall. Uh, I'm thinking a lot of like stuff like Leomond and whatnot uh had that kind of feel to it,
2: yeah for sure that that kind of crunchy sound to it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love I love using that word to describe songs like it only applies to certain things, but I just I like that
1: <laughs> It's a good word to use yeah it is yeah crunchy it is. Yep. um well, my pick is decidedly yeah, not I think crunchy. It's
0: <laughs> that's what it
4: is
1: yes um, I think I already mentioned this is my favorite out of a massive is it five discs successor or is it's it four oh. it might it's a lot it's a lot of, of uh, remixes of Final Fantasy 8 music and this is like my absolute favorite piece from this um, so a little six. bit of a s- six. Oh wow yeah. okay 91 yeah. tracks yeah. Uh, so this is uh, kind of a stretch for the theme. The only thing it has to do with school is that the game you play, of course, you know, your military, again, military academy students. This is, Blue, Bluefields is, of course, the world map music um, from Final Fantasy VIII. But... I went. I kind of ran with that little connection because I really wanted to get this on the show. It's such a beautiful, soothing arrangement that I think, I feel, again, I listen to all kinds of music when I study, it doesn't have to be soothing, but if I'm looking for something that's a bit quieter to complement and not necessarily sort of uh, take over my concentration, this is a kind of track I would go to. Uh, I love that it kind of starts off with having the real world sounds, the winds and whatnot in the background for a little bit while you you start with that initial, uh, very simple uh, few notes that in the original piece you just hear for like two bars and then the melody comes in. But here we spend a good couple of minutes just working through with piano and guitar taking its time making it really its own thing before the actual melody comes in the main melody uh, where the bass really picks up and that's also just a really uh, pretty arrangement of uh, the original song and it's just it's i had to use i had to get this in here and what better place to put it than in a episode about studying and school
2: it's, it's really i think it's the most low-key song we have on here today uh, but i i like that about it for sure yeah. I, I forgot <laughs> how it compares to the other blue fields unless the other one's kind of like one of the weirder tracks i don't remember but
1: uh then there are some weird tracks on there are album.
2: there are but that's that's the fun of those albums
0: I've always, I've always liked Bluefields. Um, the original composition um, is a little odd, which I think is why. I think it's an orchestral version of so the actual soundtrack. Um, the way it sounds in game is a little funky. But this, the track itself is really solid, I think this is a, a beautiful rendition of it. So, have yeah, props. It, it definitely fits.
3: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if anything, I like the soundscapes that's just using the music. Like a little, you hear the ocean waves, a little bird chirping here and there. Um, and and I guess like all the methods of studying is uh, for myself is, you know, not listening to music at all. Just listening to the sound of like the AC going or just my cats uh, just talking to each other or fighting with each other. Whatever f- finds their fancy. Um, it's, it's small things like that that really kind of, you know, I guess it's, it's familiar or very comforting to me. And that's kind of why I got through this piece with a lot of, like, really nice atmospheric and very relaxed music. So I really like this piece. It was also another good one.
1: Yeah, I love it. Um, But speaking of nice sort of quiet atmospheric music, uh, the final pick for this block, Marcos, your pick. This is a really pretty, but... It's a it's a sedate piece. There's there's no percussion. I think throughout the entire piece, which I remember, I, I found that a little surprising, but kind of in a good way.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, I find I would find it strange if you found percussion in the melody of love, unless uh, maybe the thudding of a heart. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I was I would just listening uh, to this the first time. I was expecting some sort of percussion, but I chose this uh, mostly because I thought it was a very pretty piece and if anything i love like just really pretty music like you know it's very fluttering flute uh you know your little pizzicato strings and just even the presentation and Sugiyama just does a great job with his orchestrating he just really knows how to bring it home and um brings like things back and do it a little different like little pits here then bring back the strings with a uh, tremolo but keeping it very soft because again theme of love I mean, maybe he could have thrown in a huge brass like the main theme just to pronounce love, but it just shows something very soft, and I really like that.
2: Well, I like that we have uh, some more Dragon Quest on here because that's a very rare, very rare thing on the show. It
0: turns out. <laughs> <laughs> I love having more Dragon Quest representation. It almost sounds kind of uh, Disney-esque this rendition of the track. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like kind of almost the, the prelude to a, uh, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get your romantic song of the of the movie. Um, or, or that that villain rendition of love is an open door that totally should have been in Frozen, Disney. But,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I
4: haven't heard that. Age age old
0: the uh, criticisms of of movies aside, um, yeah, lo- love the track, Marcos. Dragon Quest Five is 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 awesome so shoot-ups
4: yeah
5: yeah
1: well um we may not always love studying but i think i think we can say that we love listening to music and we had some awesome tunes on this episode to study with maybe some you've heard maybe some you haven't Maybe found a new favorite piece to listen to while you're reading or r- working on a paper or studying for a test or all of the above. So that is does it for our episode on, on Music to Study 2. Um, we mentioned or I mentioned at the beginning of the episode we didn't have recent picks and we were going to talk about why that is. Uh, we're actually kind of planning a new sort of feature for Rhythm Encounter, a way to um, have a little bit more frequent features or episodes for people to listen to and also uh, to try and, and feature recent music a bit more and perhaps uh, in time so that we're not like featuring a recent track after it's been out for a couple of months. Um, We're calling it Interludes. And the idea is that these will be sort of, you know, relatively brief compared to our normal episodes, Uh, just a few tracks of uh, relatively, again, recent music. Um, And that's why we don't, we're not going to be having recent music on the main show anymore. We split off the recent stuff into its own little thing, which lets us, um, you know, keep uh, our normal episodes to a more manageable length, but also hopefully the idea is to get uh, recent music out there with more frequency and also just have more awesome rhythm encounter listening for you guys. So we're, we're in the middle of getting that all worked out and planned and we should be starting uh, recording those soon. So look forward to that. I don't know if Mike, if you have anything else you wanted to add that I forgot. <laughs>
2: Uh, no, I mean, that pretty much covers it. I think we, we've we had the same format for a while, and we like the format, but I think being able to split up recent music, kind of its own thing, I don't know, I think it will keep the shows a little more focused. Uh, I mean, I think if you've listened to the show since the beginning, or if you listen to it a lot, and we get it. You know, we get it's like, hey, we do this recent thing, and then we move on to an actual theme uh i have we have noticed though that some people listen and they they're not sure how like the recent stuff correlates and you know maybe it doesn't make sense you know because you look at a show and you're like oh this is forest themes but the first three tracks aren't really part of that but we're playing them in here i don't know i, I think it makes more sense to kind of have them be their own thing and and we were partially inspired by uh retro encounter too because they'll do their main episodes like Two of those a month and then they do a bonus like something else like a smaller episode on a different topic with different people and um that seems to be going pretty well so we thought we'd kind of try something like that here too plus with rhythm encounter it's technically a spin off of our music department although not really but we thought with the recent tracks since that's really directly related to things we might have reviews for or you know we're talking about new music and new releases. It kind of ties in more with RPG fan music more directly than Rhythm Encounter does. Which in other words means we have to have Marcos on all the time.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, you you can't get away from it Marcos, you. Yeah. You're with us for the long haul now.
2: <laughs> Good. Yes. Yeah, but you got to keep you got to keep with the low voice.
4: Yes. Not, not all the time, we'll just, just in the special uh, moments. Okay. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, as usual, I'll give my, my, my ending wrap up. Um, of course, please, uh, rate, like, review us all of the above and more on iTunes. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers, uh, chat with us on Twitter, on Facebook. You can of course always talk to us on the boards as well. We have a dedicated thread for rhythm encounter, any, uh, reactions thoughts ideas suggestions requests shoot them to us uh again social media on the boards you can always of course email us music at rpgfan.com and uh of course keep checking back for new exciting episodes and our our upcoming interludes lots of good stuff to be had there um Before you go, we have, of course, our our guest pick to lead us out. And Peter, you picked the track. What is it?
0: Um, Well, so my pick um, is Eternity Memories of Lightwaves from the Final Fantasy X-2 Piano Collections. Um, I mentioned earlier, uh, when I was in school, I had a big playlist of piano tracks. This is one of my favorites. Um, And so I figured it has Strong personal meaning to me. I associate it very much with lo- lots of long nights writing papers and trying to catch up on reading. So I hope that it is a, a fitting conclusion to this podcast.
1: Oh, I think yeah. so, definitely. That's a great What's this- song, yeah. I love yeah. this one, yeah. Both the, both the original and the piano versions. So taking us out will be Eternity, Memories of Lightwaves from Final Fantasy X to The Piano Collections. So for myself, for Mike, for Marcos and for Peter, thank you for listening to our study session, as it were, and keep on keeping on.
2: Yeah, because whenever you write a post on the site for a new music review, you know, I can hear it in that voice. Not your regular, like, speaking voice, but your your really low voice that you went into right there. Yeah, baby, you want to take a listen to that?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.